Welcome back. Episode 6. Episode 6. Cheese and Cali West with special guest Christy Miller. Say hello, Christy Miller. It's, it's been it's been many weeks since the last episode. Forgive us for that, but me and Callie West went through a little heartbreak as we got together. First time we went through Skype, and it didn't record quite well. It recorded the first twenty minutes, and it was a really really good episode. Our best one. Our best one, but it's okay. It's, it's all right. A, you gotta bounce back. And we needed to mourn it. A little I bit. tried our best. I tried my best to save it. I sent it to a few tech buddies. Wasn't salv- salvageable at all. <laughs> and no. so we needed to take the L on that one okay. and just come back to it. And, and so we decided we, to do it again, we have to bring someone on board to kind of motivate us through it because we, we took an L on that one. Yeah, because we got really inspired. So it Christy Miller, yeah, Christy Miller's here. Top five hip hop R&B collaboration uh, today on election day. Yes. Uh, so if you're going to vote, if you're not voting, if you know, if you hear this afterwards, wherever you are, the biggest thing we can tell you from here from the Crush A Lot crew is we always say treat each other with dignity and respect. The biggest way to help when you see someone smile, say hi, give up your seats to the elderly, give up your seats to pregnant people. That's the best way to contribute to making America great again it's the by united pa- states the united states i know you, you yes in, america uh, is both central i'll, I'll and get south. there i'll get there but that's the biggest <laughs> way say hello to people and and be nice to people um and be cordial that's the best way we can start from the ground up and yes. rebuild this that's- and just just a little introduction to christy miller she is an educator and she is a musician she is a from music south. fiend just like we are christy i don't know if you want to introduce yourself a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, I go by Christy in the streets, but they also call me Sugar Sugar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, just playing. Uh, it's really, really great to be here with you guys. Thanks, thanks for the opportunity as, a, as an artist and as somebody who tries to be extremely socially aware and then also give that out to our kids and just uh, to your friends and your family in general. I think it's really, really nice that you guys brought me on. And I'm really excited to talk about these top five collabos because you have brought in by far the best. And we're gonna and we're gonna you know we're gonna launch soon in January the Crush A Lot Radio. So we're looking for people who wanna uh, contribute to the show. I know Chrissy might be on the show, uh Trash Talk uh Radio might be alive in effect with her. I know it's a real thing. Uh, (laughs) Brooke Easton is working real hard on his Saturday night, Sunday night show right now. And I know that uh, myself um, and uh, a new partner with us will talk about a lot of female male dynamics on an upcoming uh, new show coming out. And I know Cali West is thinking about a new way to contribute out there but that that's what's going on in crush a lot world um of course the swag is going to be out soon we're going to mail that out to people too so uh, let's get right into it top five hip-hop r&b collaboration cheese cali west christy miller we're going to start with you cali west cali west you had a lot of time to think about it since we kind of messed up the first episode we time we, we did didn't it. mess it up i know we, skype got us uh what skype is your number five my number five for the collabo between hip hop and R and B has to go to No Diggity. No Diggity by wow. Dre and Queen Pin. I think that was amazing, amazing. It's Black Street um, featuring these two artists that I feel have did a great work during '90s. Um, try to get into 2000s, but that song. I think everyone just knew it by heart. Everyone was playing it on the radio. And the minute you heard it, 
you start you just dropped everything and you started to dance and yeah. I think that's very important and it became a part of the lexicon of, of the hip hop culture the slang no diggity mm -hmm. it was used many many and the, in the beginning boom ba boom boom mm -hmm. boom it was, it was a very iconic intro yeah. to that song and it's a Drake and Queen Pain just killed it yeah, Teddy she Riley killed it Teddy Riley's protege Amazing. It's a it's a great song. I'm not surprised from your your West Coast biases that that's on there because we all know your West Coast bias. Dr. Dre all day. Uh, Dr. Dre all day. He took it there. <laughs> the woman beater that he is. Uh, no, the no the masculine. The shade treats coming back from cheese. Uh, what do you got number five of uh, Christy Miller? It was really, really tough. Um, Very tough. It was really tough to do a top five because I think I had a top seven. Um, but, I had like a top 20. Yeah, it was really tough, but the top five. Um, coming in at number five, I did Common and Mary J. Blige, Come Close. Come Close. Come Close. That's uh, produced by Pharrell. Green Eyes, yeah. girl. That's my boy. Yeah. That's my boy. Oh, so why, why that number five? Out of all the songs, you have that number five. And I would say that's a 10-year-old song, and probably even less than that. So how why would it hold so much weight? There's so much stuff out there. Why? One, um... Hailing from one of one of my many hometowns, uh, Chicago, all day. Yes. All day. <laughs> Chicago um, Cub. From the shot, right? Windy uh, City. From the Windy City. Common is a true lyricist, I believe, back when he was known as Common Sense. Thank you. When, was, he, when he had some. When he had some, he right? Had... Sorry, Common. But for real, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just to begin honestly, it was, this song was so nice and it was, it was hip hop. It's, it's what you think of when you think of old school hip hop. Mm -hmm. Common Mary J. Blige, she had the hook, she had the chorus. It was just nice. And then it was also spoken word. That was an, are we living in a dream world? Are your eyes still green, green girl? girl? You know, it was, and, and the thing about it is he was talking to you. So it was, he was talking through, he was talking you through his relationship with this girl, his fascination with why he wanted her to come closer. Yes. Just, it was it was epic. And I think it's important for a song like that to come out when it came out. Right. Because there was a lot of hip-hop that were bashing women and yes. misrepresenting a lot of them and only kind of valuing uh, their body parts as opposed to their energy, their mind. And so common sense. Right. Uh, yes, when he was um, winning. When he was, he winning. was winning. I think this, that was this a beautiful was off song. The beautiful. Electric Circle album, mostly produced by Questlove, and that's a hit or miss album for me in general. Yeah. It was uh, that was right off the Light album, um, like Water for Chocolate, um, and so it, it's, it's a hard follow up for him. And I think the 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 albums after that, he really stuck to one of the things I like about him. He finds one producer and he sticks with it the whole yeah. time. So you'll get a thematic theme. And he tried some different stuff in this album, and of course. I'm not surprised that the Neptune track, uh, the Pharrell track, is the one that was like the lead single. Uh, but if you go back into the album, not too many single qualities there. No. And it's mm -hmm. but it, it's a very uh, sonically a very all over the place album, and it, I think it really led to him working with Kanye, No ID afterwards. Yep. Um, even you know if you haven't listened to his new album uh, that came out this Friday, where on the election day, um, it's a pretty fascinating revival of common in terms of going back to a little bit about himself and it, you know we need more MCs to push it we could talk about if he has lost some of his um authenticity throughout the years that's always and we'll talk about it. i know cali west has things about right. that <laughs> i have things about that mm -hmm. but in terms of like someone having a message and saying something 
he has a big platform and he's doing something with it. So I'm not going to knock him, but Come Close number five is a good one. Yeah. I, that's definitely on my list. It's Mary J. Blige was at the top of her game at that point. Common was reinventing himself and trying new right. things. And for hip-hop, that's very important. And the video cannot be ignored. Man. That video ah. was a beautiful video. Yeah. And this is the marriage between hip-hop and R&B. It's either about love or it's about sex. Right. And I want you to look mm -hmm. at that as an issue later on. And we can always say that hip-hop kind of destroyed the authenticity, uh, the authenticity of R&B somewhere along the line. Poor Mariah tried to dabble into hip-hop and it just ruined her career. Yeah. She'll stay with her old producers. But my number five, <laughs> well, I'm just going there. Uh, my number five, man, I changed my list a hundred times. Um, but my number five, I'm going to go... Um, it's a more of a street single. I don't think it ever really hit mainstream appeal. It's one of those late night, you hear it on the radio, late night. Um, this it's is The Quiet Storm? It would come on during The Quiet Storm? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Remember The Quiet Storm? It is the definitely, uh, for me, it's Jodeci, Freaking Your Remix, featuring Raekwon and Ghostface. Of course, cool. I wear my woo. Hard. My woo hard. hard. It's, it's on my. It. It's on it's my on skin. Your neck. But a street single when you have at the height of their popularity, Joe see of course, with Casey and JoJo being legendary at that point, and about mm -hmm. to break off to be their own pairing. Yeah. And then you have a, the the hottest one-two combination with Ghost and Ray that gives you that instant street cred. Yeah. Now you add that with the freaking new remix. And you have yourself an instant classic. I can't even repeat half the things they say in there. <laughs> right. But, but when... Uh, Vulgar and raw. But it's okay, because what but you can do is right. get the oversized jeans. Get the oversized jeans. The, <laughs> the overalls. The overalls. And if you're Ghostface, you wear some Wallaby Clarks in there. You put them together. It's street smart. And it's just also just... It's okay to talk about sex and the rotchiness of it. And they just went in, for, in it. And Ghostface had a great, great lines. I don't want to say them out it's loud. Fine. It's fine. Um, we know how but, badly you want to quote you, it. You won't, I do want to quote it, but you can't find it on iTunes or Spotify. You're going to have to YouTube it. It's real hard to find. They never released it. I'm not sure if there were sample issues. Um, this is a Devante Swing produced. Um, of course. You got to love Devante. So that's my hey, number with, five. With the, with the uh, name like you. Divine. I know, but that's it's Joe to see Wu-Tang together. It, it got to be top mix. five, um, even if it, it didn't go out to the mainstream like that. I don't think it was ever supposed to be. It was just no. for hip-hop R&B enthusiasts. So that's my number five. Kylie, where are you number four? Number four is a song um, very close to um, Commons uh, and Mary J. Blige's song, but it's with We Have to Go Back to Philly with The Roots featuring Miss Erica Badu with You Got Me. Nice. Because okay. that is... Uh, it's preposterous, it, it, well, it's but a, we'll go with it's it. A, it's a story. I'm happy you took it off my list. So okay. That All right. It's a that's preposterous great. song, it's, but whatever. It's a story. I think it's a very beautiful Are story. And it, what's beautiful is that um, a native, another native Philly artist wrote the hook, Miss Jill Scott. Yes. Um, yes. And then when they performed Philly, it live, Philly. oh, it was so beautiful. Um, that song is a story. It's talking about another... Love story uh, from two artists and, you know, the abroad kind of love, the distant love. Um, I think Black Thought killed it. He just went in. Black Thought kills it all the time. Uh, he kills it all the time. He's, he's, he's a great lyricist. And this is where the also... The composition of that this song is, at is the height, smart amazing. also. This yes. is the, also at the height of The Roots' popularity, but also their, they were getting known 
around that Extr- time. Yeah, mm-hmm. like how good and people were. And now, they didn't compromise. No, they didn't. But they were digging into their catalog. By then, they already had one or two albums out, and people were like, "What is this?" That single really pushed them yeah. even further. Then you add, add Erica into that. I'm not a big Erica fan. Let's put that out there. I just never resonated well with She's her music. She's an artist. She's uh, sensitive I, about her. <laughs> right. And that's fine. And like I said before, I might like her 10 years down the line like I did Tupac. I never liked Tupac. I'm starting to. You're, the face on Christy Miller's face is preposterous. About, about to walk out the studio. The reason why, though, is because he is from New York. And oh, that's I the underline. The that's the foundation the, of his I, hate I all for the, time. the best I say it all the time. of all wow. time. But say that it is a great song. I wouldn't put it on my top five or even top 20. If that kicks me off the show, that's fine. Yeah, uh, but, yeah bye. But I understand. Bye. I'll take the microphone <laughs> with me. Um, but I definitely understand. Black Thought's on it. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Erica's on it. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I could appreciate that. Where are you, Christy Miller, with your number four? Okay. Um, this one is going to be kind of tough. However, <laughs> number four. Maya and Jay-Z's Best of Me remix? But, no. I'm just saying. Listen, listen here. Let me tell you something. No <laughs> Let comment. me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Go ahead. Christy, you should love break it. it down. Jay-Z is from Brooklyn. The, ulti- I, the ultimate New York. Dude. Right. And the I'm not a big ultimate. Jay-Z fan. I'm not a big Jay-Z, I love, Jay-Z fan. Jigga. I love him. <laughs> um, the oh. best. Are you kidding me? Maya and Jay-Z, every time that song comes on. <laughs> yes. Yo, the music. Are, are you it's kidding? Good. Sorry, it's good. Um, it's, once you play that song, every you already know the crowd is going crazy because it's a classic '90s hip hop song. And then you got Maya in there talking about, you know, like I can't. Maya I can't. was featuring featured in a lot of hip hop yeah, songs. She was, she was she just back to back. Yeah, just back to back. The shock was fine, and then yeah. I got my life together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm I got my cool. life together. I'm glad you did. <laughs> but she was but, just featured back to back. I think I appreciated her hustle. Of course, <laughs> I, you gotta appreciate her hustle. But the song itself, I just love. I just love the way the the song sounds. Yeah. The track is it's a hit. It's a hit. It's, it's a classic. Hit. That's it's why a classic, it's a classic hit. hit. And it's interesting you said '90s R&B. 80s R&B is very different from '90s R&B. The inclusion of hip hop is very influenced R&B a lot. And then you. In the 90s, early 90s, you get the Neo Soul brand of yeah. R&B when R&B was trying to reclaim itself and, and pull away from hip-hop. But in the 90s, you had a very... It was a hand-in-hand relationship. Even yeah. radio stations went from hip-hop and R&B because it was a hand-in-hand relationship. But in the, in 2000, you did have the movement of, of Neo Soul and Erica Badu's and the music Soul Childs, and they were all trying to... Uh, branch it to more purer R&B and even now it's a little hard you get more soul um, the trap is now influencing a lot of how our sound goes good or, <coughs> good or for bad I like Bright I like Tiller I like Tiller I do like Tiller he's one of the people I who does it okay for me but I'm gonna go to my number four this might be a surprise I'm gonna throw one that I, I think people overlooked mm-hmm. I'm not saying you find folks and I'm I I I had to go back and really realize the importance of this song at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, It didn't resonate with me. I wasn't the audience for it. But now that I'm older, more sophisticated, dignified, questionably uh, person, uh, I'm going to go with En Vogue featuring Salt and Pepper. Uh, Uh, What a man. What a man. man, What a a mighty mighty good man. Good man. I I respect that. That is, En Vogue could have been the best female group of all time, act of all time. I think they did. Claim I that want throne. to. 
Yeah, in their prime and their generation. Those are arguable. I don't I, that save that for me. another list. I didn't like them. Ooh, I was hit or miss I with that. I liked I mean, I, I listen to it. If somebody puts it on, it's like, oh, okay. They cool. have one or two songs that I like, but this is the one for me that I liked a lot. And then you add Salt and Pepper, yeah. two revolutionary groups at that time. That's probably the last time Salt and Pepper peaked. Um, with anything, the only time. <laughs> but when you put them together with that song, it was one. It it was just a great, great anthem, and, yeah. and I in female empowerment, also like putting men on the spot, like really, like yeah. That's and they what express I want. their sexuality, which absolutely, I, you know, which go ahead. Perfect. But at that time, I, you know, it's kind it. of difficult for women to express exactly. their sexuality We've without being vulgar and serving right. a man. So that this showed is like, a lot of courage. And so that song for me, it's still hard. I could put it on now and it comes on. I mean, I'm not the one like waving my, I'm not the, you know. <laughs> oh, you're not joining in on the I'm anthem. not joining <laughs> in, but I can appreciate a good song when I hear a good song. And that one has a lot of weight for me in, in terms of what they were trying to do and how long that song was popular for you just you yeah, can't ignore it it's still um, even when it comes on now yeah. women get hyped so no, yeah that's my so what yeah a, what, what a, a mighty good man and i'm gonna shot and what a man obama is i'll tell you that much so we'll go we're gonna we're gonna start we're gonna start election day ladies and gentlemen we're all on the edge of our seats we're right. on the edge of our seats so we gotta distract ourselves number three cali west where you at Number three is a classic, and you, um, Cheese, being a big uh, Wu Tang. Such a subjective word. I think, <laughs> well, for this, it okay. fits. Okay. All right. Wait, so if you said, if you I have a feeling it might have someone I like in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, well, uh, someone, uh, n- not someone, but uh, they were part of an entity okay. that uh, you appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um,. So number three goes to Method Man featuring Mary J. Blige. You're all I need. Oh, I she landed twice on this list. Of course. Ugh. What? Who Mary? Mary. 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a big you. fan of Mary, yeah, no. but she knows how to get features. Like she, her features, I think, is what I appreciate the most. Her body of work. It lacks to me. I think it's very redundant, uh, repetitive. But when she features in um, in songs, I think she is the most powerful there. Um, and with "You're All I Need," um, she she understood the the so- sonically how to um, be in tune with Method Man, and he's such a raw and grimy dude. And it was refreshing to hear Method Man speak of a woman this way because yeah. most of the time in a lot of Wu Tang songs, uh, kind of. This the I woman. Plead, I plead the fifth. <laughs> right. I plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> now, Method Man was on the come up at that point. He had the M A T H O D Man single of the Wu Tang album, but mm-hmm. this he was obviously pushed to be the star, yeah. the one to be noticed first. So this was right. his one of the first singles. Bring the Pain was the first single. This was the second single of the album, um, to the the Cal album that came out. But it wasn't the original mix that RZA produced that. Put him on the map. It was the Diddy produced remix oh, that was on that got featured and, and blew up. See, and Diddy always holds people and then lets them go. Of of course, but at that point, I can't respect. At that point, can't respect. Def Jam knew they had a hit. <laughs> they needed to just mainstream a little, a little. Um, and Meth and Mary together are both street, urban to the core folks, Good. and they talk about hood love. <laughs> Urban right. love, and you know we're all from the hood here, so we understand like these. There's some unwritten rules about the way we negotiate our relationships that they just pushed out, and I'm like, yes, that is 
kind of how we see he it. He equalized women. Yes. It was beautiful. Yes. And, and, and then Mary saw, sang about being down for her man also. And, and I it think was, that's... It was, it was one of the first time in hip-hop where the woman wasn't standing behind the man but was equal to the exactly. man. And where he understand there was... That was that fifty-fifty kind of vibe, and the I think video was gloomy the, the, and blue on the rooftop. Rooftop in the winter time. That, look, Tim's all day. It was relatable, <laughs> it was relatable, and that's what, what did, was great. What was it? Did, was Mary wearing a kango hat? Well, yeah. What, 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 what she? She, she probably had a big was jacket. with the scarf, but, yeah. but it wasn't. It wasn't romanticizing <laughs> romance. Only Mary. It was no. Just, it was just it keeping was it real. Keeping it real, and that's what made it so popular. Um, that's your number. Three. three. Yes. We said, you're, you're, what's your number three? Let's so, go, Christy. I'm going to give a shout out to the West Coast. Hey. My number three, Warren G and Nate Dogg, Regulators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in uh, peace, I Nate Dogg. Dog. <laughs> I'm going to stay here quiet for the next two minutes. Regulators. Let me dun, tell dun, you something. Dun, dun, that was dun, my father. One of the smoothest <laughs> tracks. I was in Augusta, Georgia with my cousin, <laughs> and my cousin Joy had no brakes in her car, but that whole summer, she played nothing but Warren G. Regulators <laughs> in Augusta, Georgia, and we rode around with no brakes <laughs> constantly to Warren G.'s Regulators, and it was just, it was a clear black night. It was, so, it was like the smoothest track, and you could play it at any given time. You can wake up in the morning when you jump out the bed, and it's like, let me put this Regulators on, I'm about to regulate the whole day. Put it in on the car. I'm not to regulate when I get to work. <laughs> regulate no, over the whole day. So I think. And um, you know Nate can write a hook. Man. Nate was the, was king on that. He was king. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Re- Nate dog was slept on. I'm gonna he stick with Devin the dude. <laughs> no, no, we can't get oh, it. Uh, I'm not hating on Nate. He, he had was a, underrated though. I agree under, with He had a very dis- he had a distinguishable underrated. voice. He knew how to write to a broader ears. Um, I couldn't deny that song. I it, I just at that time you gotta at that time, Young Cheese did not roll west. It okay. was like you you broke my loyalty if I did that. I don't know how I was in West he Coast. He was Cali. very limited, ladies and gentlemen. I was very limited, <laughs> and I, I'm still am. You deal with my handicaps. That's just the way it is. Right. But I'm not knocking that. I'm gonna go to my number. It's a great three. song. If it's you're a great if you're song. going to the west, I'm going to the east then. Okay, you gotta so my it. number gotta three at right. the at this time was the biggest. Boy band, not like not in sync type oh, of boy man. band, okay. I was like, what? but like R and B male group mm-hmm. at that time mm-hmm. from Philly. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you tagged them up with the goat, with the, the one goat. pants up, constantly licking his lips, and you have LL Cool J L-L. mixed in with Boys to Men with his matching sweat suits off the Mr. Smith album. <laughs> You have to have the king. You have the Hey Lover. Yeah. Now. This is more than a crush. This is more than than a crush. And. You just played it. I I, I did just play that. A little prelude there. But Mm -hmm. uh, Hey Lover at that time when you just. On paper. Without hearing the song. When you see a track listing that says. LL Cool J featuring Boys to Men. Hey Lover. You probably skip all the tracks just to go to that one first. This is. Because at that time that's a big deal. How did. It's one of the first people. If not the first one that. May I have the timestamp where Mariah did her collab with Boys to Men? Mm. If that was after or before, but it, it came out around the same time. But that was a big deal in that moment, and yeah. and, and LL was knocking it out the park. Uh, that Mr. Smith album 
mostly produced by the Trackmasters, had hits upon hits and upon hits and upon he hits. He knew the formula. He knew That's the formula. Why. He knew it. He knew yeah. the you, formula. Once you know it, so this is it. the precursor to Drake, though. This is the precursor to Drake. Now, is this L- the precursor to the singer-rappers? No, because T Pain's in the top. No, no. LL but LL was all he was definitely in his feelings. Yeah. For sure. And and Drake just took that formula and and modernized it a little more. Now he's no LL, let's make that clear. No, Drake is I love Drake. Don't get me wrong. Drake is Do Ride and Kill Everything? He's a girl. I said that. He's a girl. He's a girl. And I appreciate him being a man talking about his feelings. He is, a human STI. he is a human STI. He is a human STI. That's all I know. Sheesh. He has some gangrene at the tip of it. That's all I know. That's, That's guaranteed. Horrible, and he wants to give you to Nikki just to be an idiot. But anyway, oh, we could talk about Drake she, and all day. She's but also a Sagittarius. Yeah, well, oh, you know. Nikki. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just putting we it out talk there. about our biggest disappointment in the last episode. <laughs> and Nikki was on that list. But that's my number three. Hey, lover. Boys to Men. LL. Good. The collab that's was good. good. And I believe they delivered... The only knock on the song, I don't know. I don't know if it carried the weight it needed to to be one of the best records of all time. But that this is my list. If you don't like my list, go to another podcast where they advertise and they prom- promote what they're gonna do by advertising. We don't do that here. <laughs> no one's gonna buy us out. So number two, Cali West, where you at? Number two, I have to pay um, homage to all the matriarchs. Mm. Um, in I'm our sorry, world. that's a big mm. word. And uh, you know, all the mothers out there yes. that one of the best rappers Can't of relate. all time created a song solely dedicated. Why did you look at me when you said that? His mother, <laughs> Mr. Tupac Shakur and the Spinners for Dear Mama. Never heard yeah, of him. Man. Never yeah, heard of him. Yeah, man. Dear Mama. Never yeah. heard of him. Um, what? You know, and, and the samples from from uh, Joe Sample and The Wildest Dreams, I think, when he uses that in his in his songs and he talks about... So, the history of Tupac. Um, mm-hmm. His mother was pregnant with him in jail. Um, and I think what makes him so valuable and a valuable artist is because he understands the depth of what he went through. Um, and this song embodies and illustrates all of those experiences and his beef with his mom, too. He yeah. wasn't all, you know, angels and cookies with him. Uh, but he talks about the hardships and the, the beauty of having a mother as strong as the Black Panther woman, Afini Shakur. So I think it's important to validate this song. And the samples that he uses is amazing. Um, Never heard of him. Of course. <laughs> Chris Daniel. Christy, who's Daniel? Christy, number right. two. <laughs> Um. Ooh, are we there already? Wow, we're there quick. already. Okay, so because she used her last pick on a throwaway. Okay, here we go. She wrote it in at the last second. Big Cheese's face is extremely red right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's a rash. Don't ask me. How. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. It's tough. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um, Beyonce and Jay Z's "Crazy in Love" Crazy. and or Deja Vu. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They are one of they are one of my favorite couples next to, of course, Michelle Obama and Barack Obama. Also Solange and her husband. I just enjoy black love. And let me tell you something. Right, right. If black love is gonna get out here and make these albums and get these coins, you gotta go out there and get these coins. They, they, even, you ma- they even managed to help Solange find her way into the music field. to get more coins. And that, everybody's collecting. And these I coins. thought that would be impossible. I, look, it, it does not matter if you are off key. You remember when Lumi D came out with that yeah, one song? Yeah. Uh, 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 
Queens. All the way off key. She's from the Bronx, no? Queens. <laughs> the Bronx was giving her bank. Um, I love, I just love black love, and I like Beyonce and Jay-Z as a tag team duo. Anything that they put their hands on somehow turns to amazingness. Yeah. Because it's two really, really great people making good music. Um, So Crazy in Love or Deja Vu, both of them were anthems. When they came out, everybody loved them. You saw girls doing the uh-oh booty dance. Right, right. That? Oh, that started a Remember huge the uh-oh booty dance? I did, I did the booty dance. Yikes. That's how I had two kids. Yikes. And so, <laughs> you should have put some of that crazy in love on. Don't I act, hope you use that as a strip there, don't, don't ask for details. There is something really special about Beyonce and Jay-Z, and I think no one can really deny it whether you hate them or you love them. That's right. They are extremely noticeable, and they create work that people talk about and get hyped to and right. are happy, ultimately. Not to mention, they're also very socially aware. I don't know how aware we're going to count them, but they're aware of they, something they try. popping they, they, off in their social surroundings. Yes, I feel I feel uh, Beyonce has stepped up her 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 game in social awareness mm-hmm. um, because I don't think it was it was very present back in her early Destiny's Child days. No. Um, but Jay Z, I feel like digressed. He used to be it was reasonable doubt. He 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 was really good, and now he kind of doesn't say much to me. Um, he and he we just talk, knows how to write and really we talked great about metaphors. This in an other episode, especially <laughs> me and Sir Loveday, shout out to Sir Loveday. Um, Jay Z's running out of things to say, yeah, because he's said it all. He's speaking at a different frequency than Beyonce is, mm. and I think Beyonce is manifesting into this iconic figure that will is going to be ranked up there and probably number one. I don't see how you can't, at this point, challenge her catalog versus anybody else. Where Jay-Z has come down right. more because it, 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 he's not as relatable somehow. I feel somehow. like he's boiling something up, though, I don't think he's challenged reason. enough. He's, he's, and yeah, the he's best, it up. The best thing that could happen for music is them to doing a joint album together. That'd be scary. That would be I don't scary. Think I'm ready for that. I don't know what that's like a double. But I know it's coming that. next year. Yeah. Wait, but the problem, the problem with that idea, <laughs> it's probably over. only come out, come out in title, and they will never get my money that way. Well, uh, as long as I'll Kanye get it from a and Kim box. don't come out with an album together, no, we'll be all right. We'll and I wouldn't right. be surprised if they do because so, those two nut jobs. Well, I love Kanye. I love Kanye. Kanye has been put you, out there. You I can stick to crazy, but you go to crazy. I'm going to go to crazy in the slang word. This is my number two. Uh, one of the craziest MCs out there. Um, and I'm surprised I didn't think of this before. Considering our show is called the Crush A Lot Show. Oh, Big Pun. What's good? I'm going to go with Big Pun. Wow. Not a player featuring Joe. Oh, that's right. That's classic <laughs> that New Yorker. Classic, classic New York. I'm New East Coast bias. I'm sorry. Bronx, and if you're West Coast or Mid South. peace, Big Pun. I'm sorry. I'm not a player. I'm sorry. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. Um, one is Big Pun. Big Pun was one of the first Latinos, mainstream artists. And that was the song that got him there. That's go got Capital Punishment platinum. to be yeah. platinum. That's when Fat Joe started hating on him. It was an uh, anthem, though. It was an anthem. It was an anthem. Everywhere. And a big fun, just he's he's a lyrical genius to Beast. me. He is extremely talented. Fat Joe is still a hater to Yikes. this day. He can't he support is. his I family. Right? Yikes. That's another Yikes. conversation. Yikes. <laughs> well, he has yeah, some lovely man water. boobs. <laughs> oh, well, he has now, some great man boobs. He looks like a wrinkled grape. 
I didn't know that we were also <laughs> ranking the man boobage uh, on this podcast. You have great man boobs. <laughs> boobage. The man not boobage. Not as nice as mine, but his is good. But that's my it. number two. Still not a player featuring Joe. Right. What, what do I have to say? It's a hit. It's, it's a, a hit. hit. You play it right now, you're going to move to it. Um, oh, yeah. And it's in on that album, it just stands out more because everything is so grimy street on that album. Then you have uh track number four, number five, you get this song and it's, it's like, crazy because the first note of the song. <laughs> but you can say the same thing about super uh, uh well a uh, beware, be aware, yeah. start from mm-hmm. and like you already know. Oh, see, that was so, that was nice old school nineties. Digging in the like, crazy tracks type of, were those, those tracks were eclectic yeah. yes. back then. So Just. and then he followed up Sean <laughs> on his second album with "It's So Hard," like that was the next version of this. So you could go with that as a, also as an R and B hit. I go back to. To um, another player with Joe. Now, how big of a role did Joe have besides just? Uh, Are you kidding me? Big pun was so big that Joe, wow. Joe was there. I mean, Joe was alright. He wasn't like my what? favorite. I know you're the R and B. We'll save that for the R and B episode. But big pun at that point it was huge, um, literally and yes. figuratively. <laughs> right. And of course, <laughs> cholesterol got him. Nice. Uh, number one. Rest in peace. Number queen. one. Number one. Jackie Cali West. All right. With your West Coast bias. So, number one. Oh, and this, I, I, I don't think this is arguable. I think. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay, it defeats oh, the purpose snap. of the show. <laughs> I think this song, above all else, um, is an epitome collab. It is, you have two very, very powerful people um, Like speaking, Mac and Cheese. Like Mac and cheese, like peanut butter and, and jelly, like peanut what? Ketchup and mustard. Oh, <laughs> mustard. <laughs> mustard. <laughs> like like with frijoles y arroz. Like Donald and Hell belong together, right? You know what I'm saying? Donald okay. and Hell belong together. Mac and cheese belong together. These two belong together. These two belong together, and they create really beautiful stuff. And this song. Just shot. I, it's Alicia Keys and Usher. Oh man, no, my boo. no. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> if I ruled the world, yeah. All right. Nas, I free all my sons. You free all your sons, See, Nas featuring El Boogie, Lauren Hill. You yes. know I am a fan of Lauren Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it. This was like. Like, let's get out of our oppressive states and walk towards the sun mm-hmm. and and protest everything that's been going on. This Walking is a good the sun song. Walking the very dangerous. Uh, <laughs> it was just pro-riots, pro-war, pro-a lot of stuff. Um, after all of the wars and riots were happening, that's that's what I mean by pro. Um, but it, it, it was amazing to hear these two really revolutionize music in the way that they did. Um, Stay woke. Yeah, and they just didn't silly do silly song like silly music. It was it was very high caliber of it was sound. intentional. Yeah, intentional. it was very intentional. Yeah. Where are you with number one, uh, Christy? Number one. Um, That's t- kind of like tough to beat, right it there. It is. It is, but I I don't know. I don't oh, know. it's possible. Okay, it's possible you might have it. it. Come might, on. If she, if For, I agree with her, then you're well, off the show. Well, get out of here. Go, well, what's well, your well, I'm right up to I'm the crazy. sun. I'm crazy, so you're not because I'm always going to throw the curveball. Hand um, in hand. The lady who paved the way, the woman with the magnificent legs, Mariah Carey, <laughs> ODB, <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> Remix. <laughs> okay with that? Because Dirty's on it. 
when you walk by every night. Okay, talking sweet, keeping it real, and looking son. fine. That's right. Me and Mariah go back, back like babies and pacify. Let me tell you something. That was older dog liar. When you play this, you automatic. I don't care where you're at. I don't care what you do. You're gonna stop and you're gonna try to hit the high note. <laughs> you? It's gonna sound crazy. You're gonna sound off key and ridiculous. However, that's the jam. And that's the that's remix the version, not the, the original. Remi- no, it's yeah. gotta be the remix with ODB, produced yes. by Puff. Yes, yeah. you have to. Have all right, it. you have to. the she best the way part. For all these for all the other women singing, you know. And the best songs, part about R&B that pop. song. Is the very end ODB just wailing notes? That's what, it, it's what something he about ODB. It's, it's just wailing. It's that's absurd. He created what he his does. own planet. It's that's in music. Correct. That's it's correct. ODB. ODB literally is. There's no father to his style, and but the man sang off key, but with so much soul. It went perfectly with the song in the most preposterous way. (laughs) There was this interview about ODB and there was a woman in the audience that asked him a question. And she was like, what have you done for our community? And he's like, nothing. Nothing. (laughs) And that was on MTV, uh, Carson Daly. Uh, Yeah, they asked him. And Proz was there. Maya was there when they were pushing the Bullworth and um, Ghetto Superstar. And they literally, the caller called in and was like, what would you contribute to children? And ODB goes, me? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> precious. And, that's, and look it up on YouTube. It's, precious soul. Uh, yes. it's hilarious. Uh, that's a great pick. So we have, uh, you have Nas, Nas featuring Lauren, Lauren Hill, Hill, If I, I Rule, Rule the, the world. world. You have Mariah and ODB yes. off the Fantasy album. Cheese is number one. Gotta go to Lauren Hill and Nas. Hey. Got, Got to. It has to be. Let me tell you something. How do you follow up? Curveball. Curveball. I threw it in there, though. You did. You did. You did. How do you follow up Illmatic? How do you follow up Illmatic? You can't. But he did. With the lead single to his second album, being with Lauren Hill. He's like, how do I top From this? From the Fuji. I get Lauren right. Hill before she Fuji, dropped Miseducation of mm-hmm. Lauren Hill. When yeah. everyone was like, who is this person? The score just dropped. It's yep. and, and it was written, was coming out the same year the Fuji did. So Lauren is is at the at the top. The top of people's curiosity. She, she was like, who let me is take this crown. <laughs> who's who's these other two people? Who's these other two bums with her? And, <laughs> these other two and, bums. And they separated them afterwards. Job. And you understand why. <laughs> yeah. Um well. and she was just singing she wasn't doing hip hop and, and that's the beauty of it she just had to sing and the track she didn't even... the beat was great but the video sucked the video was awful yeah. and my eyes were hurting and if you're colorblind I feel bad for you watching that it video it was like a, it was a, like a nightclub outside but Nas came in with a with that's a, how Tyler Perry's movies end yeah <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I feel after work Right. Uh, directors bad. meetings. Um, so Nas came in. How do I follow this up? And not only did he follow it up with a great lead single, um, he brought in the big guns, and he has the budget for that, I guess. Um, so that's my number one. Is it's classic in the way that it's not gonna make you jump and move, but it's more like man, nineties nineties music was yeah. superb. It's like it questioned everyone's yeah, intelligence, and, and that's like where it that. is for me. That's why I think it's number one. Where I can understand why ODB and Mariah, there, you put that Tell on, you, it makes you want to make babies that's probably no, how it happened for no, me no actually Bachata no, did it for me no, no. Bachata. Bachata did it for me oh, man. well if you come out of jail you play that song overpopulation uh, that's what you do <laughs> that's, that's what, what you do, do. <laughs> uh, so let's wrap it on here election day go out 
if you haven't vote, vote. If you don't want to vote, that's all good. Uh, but let's be nice to each other t- the next day. Uh, smile to people. Let's give up be your kind. Seats, be These kind. are really important and, uh, yeah. moments. I think yeah. we need to. Yeah, yeah, be kind. And yeah. I think we could start. If you have different opinions than other people, that's all good. It's it's opinion. No one knows the formula. No one knows the formula. No one's going to tell Respect. me differently. But if you could just be courteous to but people. I think, but I think constructive conversations are oh, great. We absolutely. can't just be kumbaya and, well, you know, without be, logic and no, reason. No, we have to. We, we have a lot to do. But let's start with just the basic embrace smile. Yeah. and smile. That's where we are with the crush a lot. We want to thank Christy Miller for joining us. Oh, episode yeah. six. Miller. It is uh, not her last have, time on the show. Won't be. Check out. Uh, we're going to start pushing the Crush a lot radio real soon. We're going to start um, getting ready for the November uh, spoken word stuff coming up soon uh, with yes, Eric we Washington. Got a, we got a few uh, people who we are really excited to interview. Artists, theater artists. I'm excited about that. Will that will be performing on the show. Yes. Um, so we're going to be doing that as we talk about a lot of stuff coming up. But that's where we are. Thank you for checking out the show. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Out. <laughs>